back to After Hours. No Dustman tonight. We're going to old school tonight. Jay Binkley with my partner in crime from Character Concerns, producing the operation, Chris Unocero. Jason Nivens, or Nivens, 989 The Rock. Unocero! Sits in with us. It's like, like, when they, like when they used to say, Julio! Here, here's it from the 913. This text is for you, Nivens. Oh, okay. Does 989 put a raspy voice filter or something <laughs> on the mic? Nivens sounds completely different on 610. And my well, res- Nivens is on 980 sometimes. And my nine, no, 98.1. 98. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a little too liberal hippie for 980. But what I'm saying is you're but, on a lot of different stations at yeah. once. Do you change your voice? No, not at all. What, did, what I told him was it's the same voice. Over here, I can just run a little bit more. Like, coming up next, Metallica and ACDC. It's a, it's a lot more streamlined when I'm down the hall in the rock. Like you know, like like I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that was song A, here's song B. Yeah, you're kind of like, cocky. I like, you're, I like you're to spend the music. You know, I like to get a little bit more into it. Like that was. That was song A from band A, from album A, and this, you know, from year, whatever. And then I have to get a little factoids well, to people it. People love you down at the brewery. They, what about Nibbins? It's, it's, what about Nibbins? Nibbins is awesome. I, Nibbins, I, have, I have so many people like Nibbins. Considering the fact that I have so much self-loathing, I really appreciate that. I really do. It's nice to hear that. But, uh, no, there's no there's no, there's no, no raspy vilt, filter down the He's got no the filter. Hall. He's unfiltered, actually. I am unfiltered. You need a shirt that says unfiltered because you really are. <laughs> I can do that. And you're, like, head of all our stuff around here. You're like, I am the leader of the task force for the second year in a row Can yeah that that's Sarah? right that's this right this guy is controlling all the fun things we do don't worry there's only 17 of us that work here now after all the downsizing and all the yeah, i'm about to say it like somebody had to do it <laughs> so so when they i did it last year i volunteered last year and then uh and then when it came down I'm the surprised pipe we're all smoking pot at this point right <laughs> And when they're I'm working on it. Once Kansas, I've already, I've already talked to. I I'm interviewed. So shocked that we're not side doing note: that. I did interview the governor on KMBZ pre-pandemic. Right, Governor Kelly came in, and uh, and and ahead of time, Jamie, who does middays, was like, "I know what you want to ask her." I was like, "You're damn right, I want to ask her." And so at that time, I think Missouri had just become uh, medical, and I mean, everything around obviously Kansas was going that way. And so I straight up asked the governor Kelly. I was like, "Hey." What's going to go on with you guys in legalizing the you I know, know you've cannabis? Asked every brewery and she goes, and I, I, no, I'm not. No, I like to you keep have. my beer and my my, my no, smoke separate. That's not true. My beer and my tea, I keep separate. That's not true. My point is this: the governor, a couple few years ago, was like, well, "If the people of Kansas want it, and they put it on a bill and they voted into into passing, I will sign off on it." Now I see her tweeting out like, "Come on, Kansas, let's light up. But, but <laughs> we got to do this. Let's but get it together." Seeing all that tax and, money and, coming and, in and she's from Missouri, like, we, we are missing out. Because she, she's yeah. sandwiched between Colorado, who did it right for how many years now, and Missouri, who's doing it right. Went to my first dispensary last night, by the way. And it's like, it's like, come on. And so she's like, get it together, people. And she's like, I know Johnson, well, I, I know, I'm, I know Johnson County wants it. I know Sedgwick County wants it with Wichita. And I know Wyandotte County wants it. I know I'm Douglas sure County wants it. Like, let's make it happen. I'm sure people. you'll be happy at some point. Chris and I are happy because the NFL draft is coming up. Yes. If you haven't got a chance to download our, our character concerns podcast. It's really easy. Chris, what are you, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts is on there. But it's character concerns, and every we put a new one out every Tuesday, and it's usually about an hour. It's me, Nick Schwartz, and Chris Inocero, and we've done about seven or eight of them at this point. Last night we did three of them because we had a three-hour live show. Well, we just did one. It was just in three parts. It was three parts, but it's like three times longer than normal. And then we'll do one next Thursday, after, and then the Thursday after that, then we're doing – the draft and Friday night of the draft. Don't forget, we'll be down at uh, Center Block, Center Block Brewery for rounds two and three. Uh, they're making a special beer for us that night, Chris. So people can come down and buy it in our. Uh, I think it's a Firkin. 
<laughs> they, they do specialized beers. It's not quite in the case that a firkin is what they call it. I don't know what that is. So, Nivens, can you tell them what a firkin is? Yeah, explain this to me, Nivens. It's National Beer Day, so you should know what a firkin is. <laughs> I like the way you passed the buck on to me while I was sending the text <laughs> they messages. Like, they were like, nah, nah, you do this, Nivens. You, 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 you we've been doing the mock draft. Well, a firkin is a small wooden vessel or cask. There you go. There you go. So we're going to put the beer <laughs> In a firkin, and we're going to tap the firkin. Okay. When we're down there, so we'll, I'll have to see it. I I, I got I'm a visual learner, so I got to see it to know what it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, if you go, if you go, if you go through the Urban Dictionary, a firkin is a plump, short, and round right. female right, who can be quite sassy. That's what I'm saying. There's, let's there's, not go there's there. it's probably going to be used in a lot of different contexts. Yeah, let, let's not go there. But right. the drafts come in. You like the promotion with the parking. People in this town I love just, the park. So what I just did was I. That's the best. I think that promotion that that they're doing in the mornings, Fesco and Josh, that I just heard the promo for, is arguably one of, if not the funniest promotion I have heard ever. But it's like gold, having a gold ticket to be able to park in Crown Center right by as, your station. And that's the thing. As somebody who's a city it, right? Like I've been living in now uh, downtown, not including my home I've been living in coming on 13 years. But prior to that, I lived in the Crossroads. And before that, I lived down in uh, the Columbus Park neighborhood. And before that, I lived in Westport. Before that, I lived in the River Market for two and a half years. Like, I am not opposed as a city to having to walk a little bit, right? I'm not opposed to taking mass transit pre-streetcar, right? Which the streetcar is like a novelty thing, right? I get it. It's great to see it expanding, and it's going to go out to the plaza and all that. But, and just so people know, like, there's always this fear when, when we talk about, like, the improvements to our urban core, to our city, well, we don't want to become Chicago, and we don't want to become New York City. We don't have the density in the two states of Kansas and Missouri to make up Manhattan Island. <laughs> Let alone, you know what, do you understand what I mean by that? If you take the number of people that live in the state of Kansas and the number of people that live in the state of Missouri and combine them, there's still less than the amount of people that reside on Manhattan Island you know what, in those, New York City. You know what? Parking's going to be so premium, though. You're talking three – you're talking – Dude, a little I'll, bit less than I the will parades, sell you obviously. parking spots in front of my house. Yeah, with 350 to 400,000 people. Let me tell you something. This is a big deal for let, us to get. I understand. Big deal. I understand. The biggest deal we've I ever understand. had. When we had the Royals parade, I didn't sell parking in front of my house. I lost out on a lot of money. Our first Chiefs parade, we sold parking in front of our house. Guess what we made? About $300, right? This last time, our neighbors sold parking. We didn't. And my wife was like, should we do that? I was like, oh, honey, we'll get them next time. That's how arrogant we became. Could have like another G for you. I could have. I could have easily. Because then, then a couple alleys in the community center started selling parking smartly and made a good chunk of change. And, and, and the thing is, like, we have so many places, one, to park, and two, ways to get into downtown. Here's the thing, all right? White people, don't be afraid to get on a bus. It is Okay. There are so many places you can park and ride to get into the city, to get into downtown. You're going to be all right. My kids ride the bus. I ride the bus. Like, we do it all the time. It's not that crazy. It's actually, and a lot of times, look, I love the fact y'all are selling a parking spot inside a Crown Center. You ever been inside of a, of a parking garage that's letting out the exact same time? It's a bloody nightmare. Right. Hey, you know what? It's free parking. It's, it's perfect. That was <laughs> I perfect. love the bit. And the draft is I coming think the here bit's fantastic. in less than three weeks. But one thing I wanted to talk about was, this this idea with Mahomes, and we'll see where you're at on this because it's, I like to pick your brain on on these kind of things because I hear it all the time. No matter where you're at, hey, who, who are the Chiefs going with the first round? Who are they going with the first round? Who cares? Round? I, here's the thing. Who cares? I keep hearing, okay, well, they need edge rusher, okay? Maybe you, you feel that way. Text line 913 586 
Mm. Offensive lineman. I'd look at one commodity the Chiefs have, the most important commodity they have, and that's Petra Mahomes. Yes, he deserves protection. you got to protect the quarterback at all costs, especially as he, as he gets in the older years. You have to protect Mahomes. Yes. But he also needs weapons. I have no problem with throwing as many weapons at Patrick Mahomes as you can because, you know what, he sat back. He knew he didn't have an offensive line when they played that Super Bowl versus the Bucs. Oh, my God. You know what? That's going to probably go down as the greatest quarterback performance of a losing team of all time. He was just going backwards all the time. But the thing is, Tyreek Hill, best receiver they've ever had. All right, let's argue. Drop some passes. Let's argue on who the second best receiver he's ever had. Is it Sammy Watkins or Juju? I mean, that's where the debate is. So last year, seven of the ten. So we're not even talking. So Kelsey doesn't even come into this conversation. Kelsey, of course, does a tight end. But I'm talking this offense. Wide receiver. Led the NFL. Led the NFL in total yardage. You're talking led the uh, NFL in passing offense, the only team over 3,000 yards. They're the only team over 7,000 combined yards on offense. To me, you feed the beast. The beast is Petra Mahomes and the offense. That's why I've been dead set on the Kansas City Chiefs getting a wide receiver in a guy like Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee. And I know Chris right on board with that because he's gone the same direction as me. Yeah, and he's rising up draft boards. Uh as far as like, as far as like, where where uh, the Chiefs are slated at now, every a lot of people are thinking they're going to have to trade up to go get them. And the thing that'll help them out now is like yeah, Zay funny, Flowers. They didn't even play it at all, right? And then and then the the crazy thing is now Zay Flowers is flying up boards, which really helps the Chiefs out because there's only a certain amount of teams that are, that are going to look at a wide receiver anyways in this draft, and it isn't like last year's first round where last year you had a bunch of first-round grade receivers. This year, it's probably only a handful that really are probably real first-round grade receivers. Hold on. If I understand, if I'm hearing this correctly, both of you have signed off on the fact that the first-round draft pick the Chiefs need to get is a wide receiver to what? Make them wide receiver number one? In well, the future, yeah. They don't, they're not going to be a wide receiver, run in, wide receiver a one in 2023 because Andy's – the way that they, they develop receivers, yeah, no, it I, takes I, a little bit. Right. I, I, it takes a little bit. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold, becomes oh, Justin oh, Jefferson. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, but I'm saying, though, it's like, it's like you, you obviously have – we saw this with this last, this last team. I mean, we had how many players come from the draft that were so impactful throughout the season and subsequently postseason and, most importantly, in the Super Bowl. Does the first-round draft pick – really matter that much to a team like the Chiefs? Other teams, yes. I mean, you're looking at drafting your, well, your, your draft franchise. Draft means a ton of Chiefs. Again, 21 last 22 guys. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. Offense. That's not what I said. I didn't the say Chiefs that. No, 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 they, no, no, no. I said, no, no. Out. I said, does the first round draft pick Absol- Absolutely. And here's why, here's why it does is because those first round picks, they get that fifth year option. That fifth-year option means that you don't have to pay that guy market value sure. if they are a great player sure. for an extra year. I and hear I hear you. I see right what you're saying. Right now, they're paying Mahomes a lot of money. And when you're paying your quarterback market value, you got to be very picky and choosy about who you're paying you're big money. I understand so what you're saying. That's, what you're why saying. That, that's why that first-round pick well, matters. Hey, people okay. are talking all the time about edge rusher. Listen, I want an edge rusher, too. It'd be third on my list. But, you know, if, you, if you're going to use the same argument that Mahomes can turn water into wine – you got to say that Steve Spagnuolo could do the same thing because that was the biggest concern. What are the Chiefs going to do about their edge rush? Well, they just finished second in the NFL in sacks. Who was I listening to on this second. station that they said had 24 more than the year before? Was it you guys or was it somebody going, could we, w- would we be shocked if Frank Clark's back in Kansas City? Yeah, we talked about that last night. I think I, 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 think, that. that's, I think I heard you guys then. Yeah. No, no, I, James Palmer, NFL Network. There was, 
there was talk that he could be back. Well, Chad Ryder, I'll get in. We had Chad Ryder on, on the uh, mm-hmm. character concerns this week. He put out a new four-round mock, but he has an interesting trade that I think is interesting that we'll address. But So James Palmer, NFL Network, but yeah. James, he's yeah, always here course. covering the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, they were discussing Chad Ryder's pick because they had him moving up to Chiefs, moving up to 25. Not far, but moving up 25 to make sure they get Jalen Hyatt. Here's why. This is one of Brett Veach to go after a position that he sees that he can fill immediately and go after that player. He's done it repeatedly. And we look at what they wanted to do with this group around Patrick Mahomes. Wanted to keep it together that they finished the season with. Juju Smith-Schuster got a price that they just weren't going to match. So we know they're going to add a wide receiver. A lot of people are looking at the veterans that would want to come and play with Patrick Mahomes. But I do think they look into the draft. And the speed that he has, Mark, is extremely remarkable. And, And it fits what they have around him in terms of all the different pass catchers. They lost speed each of the last two years with Tyreek Hill departing and now McCole Hardman departing. This fits well with Travis Kelsey, Sky Moore, and Kadarius Tone. It's what they was talking about, Jalen Hyatt. It's what they are. It's Legion of Zoom. It's separation. It's giving Mahomes all the weapons. Now, but- I, I, Juju's had a much better year than Sammy ever did with the Chiefs. I give you that. But Sammy, when he played, he was very good in the post city. He's yeah. almost 100 yards receiving per game. But So, two things here. One, the Legion of Zoom was big Mahomes' first couple of years when he was just airing that thing out, right? And before before everyone kind of figured out, like, oh, man, we, we got to stop that long ball, right? Correct? Because because Mahomes' first year, what did we do? We had an offside that I know that wasn't, didn't make. They it was don't, a big part of it. I think the line not blocking for him as much right. dictated some of the action. Right, right. And then, and, then the, and then the second good. year, they, they went they, after losing the AFC championship to, to uh, New England and then watching that uh, uh, abysmal uh, Super Bowl of, of New England versus uh, the, the Rams. The next year, obviously, the Chiefs went on and they beat uh, San Francisco, which was, again, Mahomes the long ball. His game had to kind of get restructured because everyone started taking away the long balls. He had to start figuring out underneath. So to see, like, so to, and I bring this full circle to that and comment. Juju was a big part of that. Juju was. Is McColl's departure that big of a deal? Not at all. Like, like Zero I, I, big I, deal. I know, I know that it was like for uh, for they us. They didn't uh, offer him. I don't think. I mean, yeah, was, I don't think they did. Right, but I'm saying, like, like I looked, I looked at, like, dude, it was awesome. He was a rookie. They won the Super Bowl. It was so rad. You know, he's obviously got the Hollywood look to him. So you're like, this, this is a handsome devil's going to do something after football for sure. But then, you know, you heard, oh, he's going to uh, uh, take an offer from, what, he went to New York, right, for just a year to go, uh, I guess he's with the Jets. Yeah, with the Jets. Jets right? but, but, he, but but when that happened, I was going, well, he didn't really do much this year, and he was injured, and uh, I don't know. If I'm I right. don't I don't think it's it's McColl. It's because. It's just the speed. that It's he, it's them lacking the Tyreek Hill type that I, they, that I think they really covet. They're not going to be able to throw the ball down the field the same way they were in 2018, 2019. But That's just ha- not going to happen. But they didn't do it. They didn't do it in 2020, right. 21, right. 20, you know what I'm saying? Did, and, and they, I, I think there were times where they probably could have. Sure. But there wasn't the chemistry between, between uh, Mahomes and, and like Marquez Valdez Scantling. But, because sure. Scant- Scantling, you know, he's he's a little bit I shaky sometimes. I know he's hit and miss. I know, yeah. I know so that's I, the, the I think for them, they want to get a guy that can at least put on the Tyreek Hill type imitation where he could be a downfield guy, sure. but he could catch it short and then break it for a big game later. They need the home run hitter receiver. And that's why Jalen Hyde, I think is the biggest best fit for them. A wide receiver. Okay. In the first round. Yeah. Got to go receiver. in the first round. Yeah. Got to go receiver. We're still got to talk about national beer day. Niven. Yeah, we got, we got, but there's a trade proposed by NFL network, Chad Ryder, a guy that we had on the show. And we played some of that last night as well. 
And I actually like this idea if a certain player is still there. We'll discuss that next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, welcome back to After Hours. No dust man tonight. He'll be back uh, next week. Me, Chris, and Lucero, as usual, from Character Concerns, because there's some real character concerns going on with him and Nivens, 989 The Rock. We're getting along just fine. We're getting along swimmingly well. Our guy, Chad Ryder, put out a trade proposal. I'll ask you, Chris, if you like this idea or not. He put about four or five teams and possible trade proposals. So let's see what happens. Here's what the Chiefs would do. They would move from 31 to 25. That's not moving very far. And keep in mind, I know they picked 31. Let's say five quarterbacks are taken because it looks like Hennon Hooker's now in the picture. Okay, that brings you down to 26. And there's going to be two quarterbacks taken at least with Gonzalez and Weatherspoon. And then if, if uh, Bajon Robinson's taken, there's a running back. But could they have to move to 25? And they do. Their trade partner would be the Giants. That is somebody that would do business with the Chiefs. Obviously. Opinion. It's not a rival. But here's what the Giants would get. They would get the Chiefs number 31, and they would get the round three pick. Now, what they do is there's a trade chart called the Rich Hill trade chart, and this is pretty much what teams do. It used to be Jimmy Johnson, but just Google Rich Hill trade chart. And they assigned numerical values, point systems. For example, the Chiefs pick in 31, that's worth 190 points. The first pick in the draft's worth 1,000. That would take all every single pick you have to get to that point. The Giants set a point value of 230. Again, Chiefs 190. So the Chiefs would give them pick 31, which would be 190-point value, and the third-round pick, which is worth exactly 40 points. What's that equal? 230. What's it cost to move up to 25? Exactly 230. That's essentially what you would have to pay so, to jump up to 25. And the reason why, because if you go to 25, okay, picking 26 is Dallas. You're not so concerned about them. But then 27 and 28 and 30 are three of your new rivals because the Buffalo Bills are 27, Cincinnati's 28, the Philadelphia Eagles are at 30. So you're jumping all three of those teams that the Chiefs consider rivals at this point, and maybe the Bills are still looking for a wide receiver. That's not a half-bad idea, Chris, if maybe just Jalen Hyatt's still out there. Zay Flowers is already gone, let's say. Because if two of them are still there, it becomes more intriguing. But then again, where are you going to trade between where the Chiefs are and there? Philly's not doing business with you. New Orleans at 29, maybe. The Bengals aren't doing business with you. Buffalo's not doing business with you. Dallas at 26, maybe. But the Giants become the prime trade. I don't know if we can take for granted that in conference teams are going to do or aren't going to do business with the Chiefs. I mean. I, I certainly believe in division for sure, but in conference, I could. I mean, you saw the Ravens trade their uh, left tackle to the Chiefs for a first round. I mean, pick. yeah, he's got a point there. So, like, I, I do think that if a team thought that there was great value there, they would absolutely do it because you're always looking at it from your perspective. You're like, okay, we're going to get more value. That means that we get more lottery picks essentially to go try and cash in on players. So, I, I don't necessarily know if I agree with you're not going to get business with the Bills or, or Bengals if they think that they can find better value later in the round. It's a chess match. I don't think the Bengals play. I, I think 
I mean, I think it's I think unlikely, but I, I, I don't think we should ever yeah. so, like take for granted that the, they won't do the it. The Chiefs getting Mahomes out of Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't think that stuff's happening yeah, anymore. No, it's I mean you're not you're not trading for you're not trading for a quarterback. Right, now. That's, like that's, it's a different situation. Now. And and when you started out this break, Bank, and you went on what you went on, I I, you, I have no idea what you just said. By the way, just all those crazy. trade values, <laughs> whatever that your percentage, and you add a twenty-two, and yeah, you and, and you round it out, and you cross the I, and you dot the T, and I'm like, it's hardcore stuff. I'm like. It's hardcore like, stuff. But you want to make sense, though, because you no, have no, to do that. If you say, hey, just give a second and fourth to fifth. No, hey, you got to be again, smart you're about just, this. You're, 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 you're speaking gibberish, and I can't keep up I'm with it. I'm not speaking but gibberish. But I'm trying. I'm trying. No, I, I, I understand where Nivens is coming from here. Like, because you're, you're getting in the weeds a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're definitely getting in the weeds you're, when you start talking about Rich Hill. You're getting into that. decimal to the right twice. My point is this. You divided by 1.22. Hold on. But you just said something that I think that is very apropos. And you said it's a chess match, right? See, you're using words like that now. You 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 said, did say chess match. You well, said you, you, apropos. You did say well, yeah. Okay. Apropos is a is a fancy, that's fancy term, right? Right. There. But you but you said something that I thought was very poignant. And you we said, don't we don't use that word very much. Here I thought either. that you no, were, I, I thought said it was alacrity. Try, <laughs> that's another word we do not use on this station. I thought you said something that was very appropriate, and that's a chess match. Will there come a time? Because right now, like we're all looking at at Veach as like, man, this guy's the, the the most wickedest chess player out there. Is he gonna make a move that he's gonna lose? No. In, in terms in terms of like being outmatched. No. And in just a particular segment, just a particular motion, just a particular whatever. Like I'm not saying it's like the overall, uh, you know, a coup de gras. I'm just saying that will he maybe. Make a move in the first round that we think is a good move, but then we look at in hindsight so and go, ooh, that was not a good move to make. I mean, I'm sure that at some point it will happen because everybody has that kind of a move. Ex- so at what point does that shoe drop, right? Is it gonna be- I, hopefully not the first round. Right, <laughs> right. That's, that's the hope there, but we right. certainly can't discount that at some point he can and probably will make a mistake. Yeah. Because that's just how sports is. That's how every every walk of life is you can't bat a thousand right and and so and th- that leads me to now my follow-up which is you know you guys you guys both are putting a lot of stock in this idea that we have we find a, a wide receiver in the first round to develop for a year or two from now is but are we maybe like looking beyond what's already in the stable is Kadarius Tony potentially that wide receiver one if he can stay healthy is Sky Moore you after getting a huge if after getting they, that kind of plan accordingly you know that you know that that touchdown reception that Sky Moore got in the Super Bowl was what ex- exactly what he needed. Corn dog. Exactly what he needed it, to, it, to, it lick, to lick the wounds from the bad situations that happened, going all the way back to the Colts game when he's dropping punts. And when we're going, this guy didn't even c- catch punts in college. What are we doing, right? And like, and that that obviously I think brought out a, a very strong sense of pride and belief in himself, which he should have because he's playing for the chiefs with Mahomes, with Andy Reed, et cetera, et cetera. Like, are we maybe looking at a situation where perhaps there's somebody already in our stable? No, he is, but you gotta be able to count on people. That's the thing. It's like the Bengals game where everybody gets hurt. And then Mahomes essentially didn't have anybody to throw to, but Jody Fortson who went back to the wide receiver role. But, but, in Noah Gray. Here's where the chiefs. But look, but, 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 Jody, but, they were out of people. Yeah, and they and he, they Mahomes still made it happen. You. Mahomes, right? And I would have caught it, and it would have made it happen. He here's it here's thing. here's the thing about that, though. I don't think you, I, I don't think it's ever a good idea to take for granted that your quarterback's great, so you can just put whoever out no, there. No, no, it's not what I'm saying. And I'm saying that we already have skilled 
professional players at right, the level. Right, but they've gotten worse at the wide receiver position because Juju's gone. He was really their only reliable wide receiver they had. And so now you're going in with a whole lot of unknowns. And I understand. That's, that's all, and it's all I, complicated I, I, I because think, that's in the past. Right, and I think when you have a lot of unknowns, you kind of want to get as many resources as possible so that you hope that at least one or two of them pan out. Because right. this is the NFL. This is professional sports. Right. And a lot of times people with talent don't pan out. They don't develop the skills to be able to tap into that talent and actually make something out of it. So you want to acquire as much talent as possible. Of course. So that you're, able to, that. you're able to get as as many of guys as possible to cash in on that, so, on that so, talent. So, so let me ask you this then. What would be what? What do you think would be the focus? Like if if we're at one Arrowhead Drive, right? Yeah, is our focus on going after uh, a, a freshman wide receiver coming out of the draft or someone like D Hop? I think I think you do both. Yeah, you go after both. Yeah, yeah they signed Richie James today again. I think it's going to be both. And the Chiefs have a mindset: what they need to do, what they need to accomplish. And that's one good thing about, okay, free agencies, we know that there's still guys out there like the Chiefs yeah. going to James today. We understand that. And the Andre Hopkins is going to be probably let go by the Cardinals. Okay, there's that. But then the drafts, the plans. And you know what? All these other teams know what you need to. All these other teams know the direction you're going. And teams sweat it out. There was a great 30 for 30 on when Russell Wilson went to the uh, Seahawks. Yeah. In the third. They were sweating it out. They valued him as a first-round pick. And my thing is this. If you value him a first round pick, take him in the first round. Yeah. They sweated it. The Chiefs ended up going brand no Donald Stevenson. They picked Donald Stevenson. Remember that? Right before Russell Wilson. <laughs> God, I hated that pick. But you know what? Brent, you don't know how pissed I was when they took Don. I was sitting there waiting for Russell Wilson to get called for the Chiefs. I'm and so then glad they didn't know Donald Stevenson. But here's the right. thing with the Chiefs. Uh, right. What, what, what's he done? Just remember that here's what they got. They got round one, pick 31, round two, round three, two round fours. Round five, two round sixes, two round sevens. Here's the one thing. I can't look at the Chiefs and say, well, they're throwaway picks. No. Seventh round picks, in my opinion. Isaiah are Pacheco usually, is, is – well, is, he is, he's the seventh round Tom Brady. Well, but, the, well it's, me, I'm sorry. It's a little aggressive. Let me, let me finish what I'm it's, saying. Yeah, that, it's, is, it, that is a little bit. It's his first saying. year, let, but Let me finish still. what I'm saying. Sorry. I'm saying throw a dart in the seventh round at a guy so you don't have to play the game of – Free agency, right? Essentially, where they pick what team they want to go to, right? Yeah, no, I, I, and and the thing, I, I, I don't think we should ever take for granted that they're just going to hit on sixth and seventh round picks, yeah. I because bet. the history of the NFL says that most of those guys are, are probably yeah. not going to be in the league for very long. So I, I don't, I don't think we should ever get into that mindset where it's like, oh, yeah, we just, we'll just go draft a receiver, draft a running back, you know, draft a corner in the seventh round. Uh, I, I. I, I think the Chiefs, though, approach the draft very well, where they look for guys who have high upside that have, like, great athletic talent, and they hope that they're coachable enough for them to develop the kind of skill they need to play at this at this level. They're looking other, for a certain guy. I was going to say, other than Patrick Mahomes, who's obviously a first-rounder, Kelsey wasn't a first-rounder. No, third. third round. Chris Jones? Second round. Second round. Right? We already know all about the, the this secondary from this last year. Yeah. And everybody there. Um, uh, let's look at our linebacking core. Nick like, Bolton, second round. Nick the Bolton, team Willie Gay was second ever. round. I'm sorry. The, Chanel the, was third round. Chanel and Trey then, Smith in the sixth round. Gonna, yeah. well, that, that one obviously was one of those like gambles because it was. It was that was one of those guys where he was a great athlete, but you you had to worry about the Question, medicals, right? and so that's why he. But fell. also Creed Humphrey, second round. Right. So I mean, again, 
and this is what I mean. Like, and you, and you go out and sign Juwan Taylor, who, by the way, was a second rounder. Right. There's, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of lock and stock about the first round, and I think that's, I think it's one of those buzz things, right? It's very sexy. The first round, you know, it's always the big bells and whistles. Oh, it's and, overinflated, just like quarterbacks are. Yeah, they don't pay. But I think the key though about the first round though is that rookie contract, and so so, so, so it's, the, it's the money ball thing yeah. that you're, you're more focused like, on. Like yeah. I'm not. I don't. I, that's the reason why I wouldn't draft a. a, a uh, like a middle linebacker right. in the first round. Cause it's like, why, why do I need a, a five-year contract for a linebacker? I want to use that for a corner. I want to use that for a left tackle, a receiver, a quarterback, well, key so, positions that are going to draw the most money in free agency. And this brings me to, to, to the text line, which says hasn't Veach already made a bad mistake in the first round when he drafted yeah. Edwards. Oh, that, and that was a mistake because <laughs> he took a running back, which is a position you don't need to use it, first it, round it picks a luxury on. Pick. I understand it was though, a luxury pick. And that's why it was, okay it was okay at the time i understand why too he was coming in from that lsu offense and had joe burrow and justin jefferson jamar chase and wasn't that the team that had the most number one draft picks of anybody they had 14 14 draft picks that year yeah but i understood the philosophy clyde edwards alaire he's not a bad player the sec is the best conference in america yeah and he's the only running back in the history of that conference have a thousand yards rushing and 50 catches in one year they were lured by that all right, this guy's played in the toughest conference in America. Right, he he can catch the football in the backfield. I understand the philosophy of why they wanted to do it. He just hadn't panned out. That happens sometimes, but you're not going to find very many mistakes on his record. Yeah, I think Veach learned his lesson with that with that pick, especially now that they they went they went Pacheco. Yeah. I think they were pretty resolute on taking Pacheco before the draft. And he called his shot. Yeah, he did because he said seventh round or yeah. undrafted. I'm going to find a franchise and running year back. He and he did. Shot that second, third round's the hot zone where he got Nick Bolton at pick 58. Right, right, and, and uh, Nick Bolton, um, uh, you know, among others, Creed Humphrey as well. And then they, and then this, you know, this past draft last year, they went and they they ate in the second and third rounds again. So Put it this way, he's drafted of people not in the first round. If you redraft it, they'd all be first rounders. Yeah, like definitely. he's gotten value from the second, yeah. the third, even the fourth round, where all of a sudden these guys would now be first rounders if they're redrafted. Yeah, I just think it's smart for the Chiefs to like put certain values as far as like what does that position like how valuable is this position to our team? And so for me, they should limit the positions they really go after in the first round. And that's and again, that brings me back to my point that I I, I don't want to say I took umbrage with both of you, but I was like Another fancy word right there. That is a fancy word. Uh, we don't use that word here either. I know, but my, my my question is, do we really need to grab a wide receiver in the first round? Yes. You keep saying that. Why not? The NFL is about the air. It's about throwing the football. This it, team's MO is throwing the but football. But it's also about it protecting your quarterback, which, is in, which comes in good about a left tackle. A it's also great about getting after the quarterback, with which you need an edge rusher. The thing is, it's going to be easier for them to find someone to play right tackle later on in the draft than it is going for them to be able to find a receiver that can do the kind of things that the guys at the back end of the first round are going to be able to do a wide receiver. I just want to point out the and fact that's that, why. that we still have Travis Kelsey on this team. And yeah, he's but he's, he's going to be 34 <laughs> in October. You can't, we cannot, dude, take, dude, we that cannot dude, take Trav that dude for granted, so man. He's so happy right now. Oh, he is. He's, he's, living, he's living the best life, man. There's a lot of taking on the hog, as they say. I think Kelsey, and I think five straight AFC title games, I'm Jay Binkley with Chris Nocero from Character Concerns. Nimmons, 99 The Rock in here with us. You know what? It is National Beer Day. And you brought beer. I brought beer. Chris, it is time to name our favorite beers in the city and yours. The text line 913-586-7610 next. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Friday night, Kansas City, Jay Binkley. Ah, Chris Ocero. Oh, got to bring it down a little bit too Evans, high. 989. I was hoping maybe we'd hear the old opener. And the crack open the beer. And you're listening to Loveline. Just kidding. It's sports. Hey, you're listening. Uh, it is, it's, 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 it's dark it, now on a Friday it, it, night. We got we to gotta keep it sexy. Here. Hey, I want to thank you all for coming out to the Temptations. Bringing up to the stage the one and only from Texas. It's Dallas. This is probably a good stripper song. <laughs> it does have a little bit. It does have a little bit. It is National Beer Day. And it I would is. like to know people's favorite beers. 913-586-7610. So, I want to um, start some things off with this. I have some notes. has got Fields and Ivy right off the bat. Here. I was, that was great. Brew. I'm going to start things off. Uh, I brought in uh, Crane Brewing Farmhouse IPA. I mentioned that earlier. Great job, Missouri. Shout Stay out to up. those guys. They're doing great work. Um, I also want to make note of a couple breweries while I have uh, your attention, if I may. Uh, Stockyards, they're, first of all, their farmhouse. All right. Not only that, they put it in a location at the airport as well. Yep, they did. I, I've talked to Greg about that uh, recently. So those guys are going on their seven years, their seventh year. They are having a uh, anniversary party coming up this month. Uh, first of all, their Sunday service, which uh, was, was, was always a big thing that Rodney was into, Rodney Beagle for the uh, RIP. Um, so uh, they've got a lot of live music going on. If you if you don't know the stockyards, it's literally down there in the West Bottoms, right by it's the literally old. In the stockyards. It's in the stockyards. It's right next to the old Kemper Arena. Now it's known as, uh, at least for now, the Hy-Vee Arena until the new buyer comes in. Um, shout out to Red Sash over in uh, Brewers Alley area. Pat has uh, already talked to me about this. I think he's talked to you about this uh, after the Super Bowl. Was like, hey, now now that I'm done with the the Chiefs and all that stuff, good veteran owned business yep. with West Point. You and Bink got to come down so you can you can brew your flavor. Like we got we, we get a chance to brew our own beer down there. And I know that they've got uh, their big thing right now is they're getting ready, they're redoing their patio to get ready for the draft because obviously they're right in line with that. So many of these breweries and bars and restaurants oh, looking forward getting to that ready. draft, man. Uh, our our boys up in Liberty, three halves, talking about Mr. Uh, Rodney up there, three halves. So so Jousting Pigs was in there, fantastic barbecue. They moved to their own, I think, brick and mortar, if I understand correctly. I don't think they're there anymore, are they? No, no, they left. They left, so, they so, went so, out the legends. So, right? th- so three halves have rebranded themselves, three halves, brew pub, and barbecue. And I talked to the, the new chef over there and went through. So if you remember with three halves, what I always thought was interesting was that you'd order your beer from the bar, but if you want to get food, you almost had like a cafeteria line sort of thing that you would order from. Now it's all kind of one-stop shop. So you can grab a seat. I think I think they'll send servers out to you, and, you know, you can get your food, your your beer, all in one one place. One so, place, one spot. Sit down, give me a and, beer, give me a sandwich. And then I want to close out because uh, I've been uh, chatting with them for a minute. The oldest locally owned brewery in Kansas City is no longer Boulevard because it got bought by uh, an out-of-town agency. Big Rip. So it's Big Rip. And those guys and gals are uh, are working closely with the Kansas City Current. Obviously, the downtown, the downtown, the riverfront stadium is going up and all that stuff. But they've got the uh, KC Blue Crew over there when they do watch parties. The next one will be next Saturday, the 15th. Um, at 7 p.m., they got Hogjaw Barbecue, I think, right next door, if I'm not mistaken. So once again, you've got this is just this is just personal um, appreciation. I know there's other breweries out there, and I don't want to take anything away from any of the other breweries. You know, Service has, has a new uh, a new tap room that's opening up. They've expanded their footprint. 
you know, friction is is is, is getting ready to go in. By new taproom, you talking about extending one or a new location? The, no, 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 no. They're 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 just they're expanding their footprint. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not moving, but they're just expanding it. So I don't want to take. I, I, there's so many of them to talk about. These are just the one, two, three, four that I just wanted to like acknowledge. Text line six six zero says favorite craft beer. Naughty sister from Levi Garrison and Sons, Hamilton, Missouri. Oh my God, we've had him in the studio. It's been, that was pre pandemic, and um, there were some things that we couldn't what talk. What was their name before Levi? It was uh, damn it. Uh, it was something before that though, right? It was, but they, but I know that there were some things we couldn't talk about on air. But I know there's some things now that like now that that we can we, get, we have to get up there though. Because I, I mean, we've yep. ne- I've never been through Hamilton, and I want to. Because, Great beer, yeah, absolutely. Great spot. Great, really good beer, really good beer. So, it's great to see that. Uh, I'm trying to think some of the other one brew. Like obviously, you know. Oh, there's call, one in Carville now. So, Bro- oh, I, 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 no, like I, I tagged you in it on Twitter because I wanted to bring this up. It's, it's great. a Sandhills Brewery out there now. So it's, I believe you're right. I think it's Boho Brewing. Yeah, Is, in Rochester Brewing from downtown, our friends of Rochester. So. They own the uh, caboose down in Parkville. They do. I, I can tell you because I drove through there just the other day when I went to go see. Um, well, you can't talk about the Northland. That's why my. my well, I, well, I went to Parkville. I went to Parkville with the kids, the littles, the other day, and okay. I saw it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, look at those guys!" But then um, I I tweeted at you today. Where the hell's that tweet I just sent you? Because um, yes, there's a second. There's a second brewery that is now opened up in Parkville, which I think is just fantastic to see. It is it's a great spot for a brewery. Well, th- that little downtown Parkville area, I think, is just fantastic. Why is this nothing? There it is, right there. Okay, so service is open. I mean, up. they had one eventually, originally, but mm-hmm. power plant in the old power plant it was perfect, <laughs> but it was kind of before the big run on breweries. All right, so which bo- I don't care what liquor store you go to, it's half craft brewing. Well, actually, it's more than half. You're right. It's Boho Brewing. Okay, uh, it's the newest. I think it is according to uh, FlatlandKC.org. Check beer. I, th- I believe it's it's the it's the it's the the most newest. Um, they just released a West Coast IPA, uh, as you like to talk about the ABV seven percent, and then you've nice. got and then also too. I don't know if you've been in there, but uh, River Bluff Brewing, you know, put a satellite spot yeah, in the in the river, river market. market yeah. Fantastic! I went in there after uh, a, um, a suicide prevention walk last year. Really great setup. Remember when we started doing this? There was a border brewery. Oh my god! <laughs> there, but they, there was like there was, everywhere. There was like nobody. There. The North Kansas City beer scene. You, you mentioned Big Rip. Call sign, awesome. Yeah, love that place. call sign. Steve that runs that great great mm-hmm. brewery has a great podcast room. You'd be envious. Yeah, no, room. I've seen that. I it's saw great. the pictures. Yeah, and Cinder Block, man. Danny the brewer down there. Outstanding stuff. That's where we've done our El Padron beer release. And that's what you guys have coming up with Friday them. Friday night, the 29th. Okay, or the so, 28th. So bring it back. Friday the 28th. Okay. What do We're you guys be second, third round down at Center Block? Three. So second and third round at Center Block. Come down and drink out of our firkin. If you if you ask if you ask Nick, he thinks we're going to be there on Saturday too. So so, so yeah. So what is the time? And frame? I'm going to take home the firkin. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. You guys have a lot of events going on with the draft. So what what do you have to with with Center Block? What do you have? It'll be Friday night. Nick's doing something Tuesday night. Mitch Schwartz, Nate yeah, Taylor, drafts and drafts, drafts at, at Landing and Liberty, and. Uh, Ben Maller, you can have some Ben Maller chicken fingers, I think, there, too. But Friday night, we'll be down. Chris and I and Nick will be doing second and third rounds live from center block with the Firkin. Okay, okay. So, you, I mean, it's, it's it really is amazing to see just sort of, like, everything that's been evolving with uh, these guys. Because I think, you know, our very— You go in every damn liquor store, it's all crap. It is. It is. It's great to see. It's 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 great to see. It's the most American beer you can drink. Well, you know, we always— we, we 
pre-pandemic, we made this joke during the pandemic when we couldn't bring people up here. We had to put them on the phone. We would do these like three-way calls and try and make it work. It was it's always hard to drink on Zoom. It was. It was. <laughs> uh, you, hey, us us pros make it happen, man. Us pros. But but it, it goes back to that whole thing. Like like I I don't I remember, and this has been a long time. But I remember um, my she was my girlfriend at the time. Now obviously my wife Alex. We went to Omaha for their their. their I remember that you were blowing us up, man. Omaha's awesome. Well, because at the time they had at the time they had ten or eleven breweries, and we had like three. You know, Seventy Fifth Street Brewery, which is now defunct. Now they're coming down here to drink. Yeah, and 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 they just kind of stopped where they were at, and then oh, and then Beer Fest twenty second. All oh, really nice. Uh, can we get some passes? Because well, like they, they, yeah. they moved it up a little bit so that it wouldn't coincide with the draft. Smart move. But you know, you you watch, and all of a sudden, and and I think I think because I think what separates us from Omaha, and, as someone who's visited there now a couple few times, is that we have more. Obviously, we have we have a larger population. We also have more sprawl, I think, in comparative to Omaha, right? So we have this this chance to fill in these little pocket neighborhoods, whether it's in Johnson County or north of the river, or in the crossroads, or in Parkville, or or. Martin City, obviously. Like, I mean, there's so, so many good breweries. So we need to take a time. When we come back, I'll give you my top 10 list. Okay. I have a top 10 on a local beer list to hit. Do we'll do that next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, it's Karen T. Harrison from The Drive here. Do you remember how cold it got this winter? Well, it was a chilly one. And if you notice the cold air pouring through those old leaky windows, well, guess what? When it gets hot this summer, the exact opposite is going to happen. All that cool air is going to escape through those leaky windows, and that hot air is going to come in. So I'm telling you right now to replace those old windows and keep your house cool this summer with the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs over at Window World. Their windows are one of two windows with a good housekeeping seal of approval, a lifetime warranty that covers all parts, glass breakage, and labor. And right now, Window World is offering 18 months same as cash financing with approved credit. So pick up the phone right now and call this number for a free home estimate, 816-799-0820. And they can show you how they are simply the best for less. Remember this phone number, 816-799-0820. Or check out the website, windowworld.com. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-329-2121. That's 800-329-2121. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of your spring cleaning with a new laundry set featuring large capacity and innovations to make laundry day quicker and more efficient. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. Bring on spring with savings on select laundry appliances in store and online at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
Navian tankless water heaters, the proven leader in condensing technology. Request a Navian because you deserve the best in endless hot water delivery. Learn about Navian's condensing tankless water heaters and find a Navian contractor at tanklessmadesimple.com. I used to get frequent heartburn at night, so I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. One pill in the morning, 24 hours, zero heartburn with Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC, use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Guys, fellas, men, are you Roman ready for the weekend? Right now, generic Viagra, a.k.a. Sildenafil, is just $4 per dose at Roman. Just complete a free online visit with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. If medication is appropriate, Roman sends what you need in discreet packaging with two-day shipping. Generic Viagra from $4 at Roman. Go to rogue.co slash Viagra. Do it today and get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash Viagra. The 610 Sports Radio phone line is brought to you by Underlaw Injury Lawyers. Visit getjim.com. Hey fans, this is Mike Sweeney, and you're listening to the home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to After Hours, Jay Binkley, Kristen Ocero, Nivens, 989 The Rock, our sister station, sitting in with us now, Dustman back on Sunday since it is National Beer Day. Oh, oh yeah. Shout out to Pat Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, he's listening. Down at Red Sash. Red Sash. That's some serious, that's a great spot, man. I, I have a blast. That's a, he's a great up-and-coming brewer in you know, this town. He, you, there's, there's, he's already made it. So he, yeah, not there's, there's certain people, like, whenever I, like, you meet certain people and you're like, you kind of like just pass by each other, like, yeah, whatever. He's one of the best. Then you meet with other people and you're like, Oh, I like this son of a bitch, <laughs> you know, and and he's one of those guys that when we met him, I was like, oh yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna get along just fine. Hundred percent. Yeah. I put a top ten beer list here. Yeah. Most of them are local. There's a few outside the local area because I had to include them because of what I drink. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Obviously, I like Red Sash Brewery a lot. Yes. Every beer down there is so phenomenal. so so their beer. It's bananas. Is bananas. Now it, it's it's a different kind of spelling for it's bananas, but I can't say it because of the FCC compliance. Shh. But it's bananas, okay? Yeah, that beer's and phenomenal. It is so stupid. Yeah, for stupid. a second, I thought I, I, thought I was going to hit the No, 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 the no. I, let, let, let me tell you something. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I can tread all of that. Like, I can, I can say things like, 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 there's certain words you can't say, you know? But, like, I, I'll tell you, like, the whole ass of things. But I can't say the other way around it because you just can't say it by the FCC yeah. compliance. So, yeah. don't worry. I, I've danced. I've done this dance a long time. Mother Clucker, don't worry, I got you. All right. <laughs> I don't think that's ever something I'd ever say on the air. I don't think that would be authentic to me. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Bink. Right, I didn't so, mean, I didn't, some of the beers they do invite in. I like the Pavers Porter at Center Block because mm-hmm. you're a dark beer guy. I'm mm-hmm. a dark beer guy. Mm-hmm. That's always, and it's going to be a take on that for the Firkin. I'm just going to give you a, okay, possibly a Snickers or Milky Way. Yeah, inside yeah. Of that Pavers Porter. Yeah, you're spoiling it. Yeah, dude. Well, stop, stop. You know, you know what? It, for, hey, he listen, keeps listen. trying to give away all the secrets. There are 24 people listening right now. Don't don't ruin it for 20, them. Okay? 24 might be, uh, might be yeah, generous. I think mom checked out. There are, there are 14 people listening right now. <laughs> 10, don't 10 ruin might it. be a stretch at this point. It's there are 853. Six, there's three people listening right now. Pat Mitchell's one of them. Don't ruin this, okay? Yeah. No mom, but Pat's listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan always in Springfield, Missouri, Mother's Brewing Company, Winter yep. Grind. Solid. Because I'm starting to get out of the winter beers, unfortunately. I bought yeah. some and you know, it's kind of weed myself. I off. mean, we're it's we're in that we're, we have to move on. Well, I'm I get a big it. seasonal guy, you know. That, you, but you and I both, bud. Boulevard Irish is phenomenal, phenomenal. Also, the Lifter Irish at uh, Call Sign. Okay, 
Steve, great beer. Good stuff. It, you know, call signs in in liquor stores now. Yes, I know. Liquor stores yeah, stores. yeah, yeah. That's big. Yeah, it is it's big. big. That's yeah. one good thing that's uh, happened lately. Everybody, uh, you know, canning their beers. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a fan of this during the winter season. And I know it's kind of crossed over craft beer now. It's everywhere. It's Sam Adams. Their winter lager to me is still phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal beer. Okay. And uh, uh, the call sign Freedom Lager. Big yeah. fan of that one, too. Yeah. And uh, Moose Jewel, Montana. It's not yeah, I mean, City, but it's, Missoula, it's Brown Ale, Missoula, Montana. Yeah. One of my favorite. Bobber at Log Boat Brewing down in Columbia. They make some outstanding beer. They're extending their brewery down there okay. in Columbia. But Log Boat Brewing, you can find it at most liquor stores and grocery stores. Okay, okay. Love it. Um, real Fine Lager at Cinderblock. It was Real Fine Liquid. They changed their name to Real Fine Lager. I don't know right. lawsuit or something. I don't have no idea, but they changed it. And it's always going to be one of my favorites with Yingling. And now that it's in Missouri and Kansas, you go buy it. Hey, man, I was a Wasn't fan. there some ho- sort of hullabaloo with Yingling or whatever? Well, they make it in Pennsylvania. It's the oldest brewery in America. But it's... Oldest one. But it's not locally... Well, it's not American-owned anymore. Well, I think it is. But was it? I, thought I Yingling, think it I is. Thought, no, I thought Yingling got bought by Anheuser-Busch, <laughs> which got bought is. by InBev. Well, no. It's a, they have it in Pennsylvania. They have it in Tampa. And they make some of it down in Dallas now, too. But I think that it's... I think it's, I think it's InBev, right? I don't know, Nivens. I haven't heard that. I just know it's the oldest brewery in America, Pottsville, but did, Pennsylvania. But didn't Yinling get bought by Anheuser-Busch? Man, everybody's buying everybody now, man. That's what I'm saying. So you, you can't... I just looked it up. Who owns Yingling? Richard Yingling Jr. <laughs> Established in 1829. He's the oldest operating is, brewing company old in the United bitch, States. Yeah, yeah. He's the owner. Richard Yingling is his name. Okay. To R- me, that is... Not InBev. Is he like uh, third or fourth generation? Then? I have kind no idea, Nivens. Like, he's probably loaded, though. There's no way that he's still alive if he was born in 18, if it was made in 1820. Man, I used to go to, go to Tennessee or Arkansas <laughs> to get this brew. That's why I'd always volunteer well, yeah, to drive. Why, why, was, why was there such a, a hullabaloo about Yingling? That's kind of why. You know what? It's an inexpensive beer. It's a great beer. I love it. Is that it. what it is? And then Oktoberfest, I know it's, again, Free State makes a good one. Yeah. Sam Adams, Oktoberfest to me. I mean, it, they start really... You can really start getting Oktoberfest in August. Yeah. That's when it really starts. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People don't want to drink it at that point because it's still hotter than hell. Right. But I go, I dive into the Oktoberfest in that point. You know, I, I, I'm on the spot. I just think about the, the local beers that I like. Obviously, we mentioned the couple at Red Sash. I got to give another shout out to Stockyards. Their, their farmhouse is just been. And the fact they have an airport location. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, that aside, that is swinging down into the bottoms and getting that one has been one of my favorites. Now um, people on long layaways are, are uh, yeah st- stopping it yeah fan- I mean layovers. there's ultimately here's the thing whatever local brewery you go into in Kansas City and I've had this conversation many a times the, the their bar, their beer tenders are gonna know how to cater to you so if you're like hey I'm a Bud Light Coors Light whatever kind those people are gonna help you out if and you that's, just want to go have a good conversation and that's what I love about our drink local. Our, our Yes, drink local because I, that's what I appreciate about our breweries, and I, I can't thank them enough. And they're going to shine during the draft. Yes, they are. Happy National Beer Day. Cheers, bud. Cheers to Cheers. you. Cheers to you, Chris Inocero. Thanks, Thanks Cheers bud. to you. Cheers. All right, everybody. Dustman back with you Sunday morning, 9 to noon. Kansas City Royals. Brady Singer on the mound tomorrow. Royals win today. See you guys later. Have a good weekend. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.